Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and here's a dose of Dr. Debbie. Today, I'm asking the question, are you willing to heal? Sounds like a crazy question, right? It's something I see all the time. We may think we want to heal, but we find ourselves so stuck. And that's usually in stage three out of the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough. Well, join me as I go through the five stages. And as I do, try to see where you are right now. You can't change anything you're not aware of. And you're about to become very aware of what stage you're in and where you're spending your time. Let's dive in. Hi, Dr. Debbie here. So are you willing to heal? And I know it sounds like an obvious question. If you're in a lot of pain, you're like, well, of course I am. But you know, it was interesting. I was just uh, interviewed by someone on uh, for her podcast and I was talking about the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough. This is Dr. Debbie, by the way, and um, which is just one of my favorite topics, showing people that there are these five stages we will go through if we are to fully, fully heal. However, most people... Uh, find themselves stuck in stage three. Out of the five stages, stage three. And I thought what I would do today is run through the five stages and show why it is so common to land and stay in stage three. Now with the five stages, it's something I completely... It's all mapped out again in trust again. It's what we teach within the PBT Institute. All of our coaches are certified in the five stages, but I want to give you a sort of a distilled version right here. So stage one is before it actually imagine four legs of a table, the four legs being physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. What I saw with everybody in the study was this real heavy lean on the physical and the mental and not really prioritizing or really neglecting the emotional and the spiritual. What does that look like? Looks like we're really good at thinking and doing, not really prioritizing the feeling and being. So imagine a table with only two legs. It's easy for that table to topple over. That's us. That's not to say if you're busy thinking and doing, you'll be betrayed. It was just a typical profile that I saw. Stage two, shock, blindsided, D-Day, discovery day, the scariest, most terrifying of all of the stages. And it's the breakdown of the body, the mind, and the worldview. So right here, you've ignited the stress response and you're headed for every single stress-related symptom, illness, condition, disease. Your mind is in a complete and total state of chaos and overwhelm. You cannot wrap your mind around the information you just learned. It makes no sense. Terrifying. And your worldview has just been shattered. Your worldview is your mental model. The rules that prevent chaos and govern you. Don't go here. This person's safe. This is how life works. And in one earth-shattering moment or series of moments, Everything you've known to be real and true is no longer. The bottom has truly bottomed out on you and the new bottom hasn't been formed yet. It's terrifying, right? But think about it. If the bottom were to bottom out on you, what would you do? You'd grab hold of anything and everything you could to stay safe and stay alive. And that's stage three. Survival instincts emerge. It's the most practical out of all of the stages. If you can't help me, get out of my way. How do I survive this experience? Where do I go? Who can I trust? Here's the trap. Once we've figured out how to survive, because it feels so much better than the shock and trauma of where we just came from, we're like, 
and we think it's good. And because we don't know there's anywhere else to go, we don't know there's a stage four and a stage five. We think this is it. We start planting roots here. We're not supposed to, but we don't know that. And four things happen. The first thing is we start getting all of these small self benefits from being here. Think about it. You get to be right. You get, you know, sympathy from everybody you tell your story to. You get someone to blame. You get a target for your anger. You get your story, right? And so we start planting even deeper roots. And now that we're here longer than we should be, and we don't know there's anywhere else to go, now the mind starts doing things like, well, maybe you're not all that. Maybe you deserved it. Maybe this, maybe that. So you plant deeper roots. Again, you're not supposed to be here long, but you don't know that. Now, because this is where you are, like, and these are the thoughts you're thinking, like energy attracts like energy. So now you're calling situations and circumstances and people towards you to confirm, yep, this is, this is where you belong. The misery loves company crowd, they come around now too. It gets worse. I'll get you out of here though. Because it feels so bad and we don't know there's anywhere else to go, right here is where we, we resign ourselves. We're like, this stinks, but I, I, I need to find a way to be okay with this. So right here is where we start using food, drugs, alcohol, work, TV, keeping busy, reckless behavior, anything to numb, avoid, and distract ourselves from this painful place. So think about it. You do that for a day, a week, a month. Now it's a habit. A year, 10 years, 20 years. And I can see someone 20 years out and say, that drinking you're doing, that emotional eating you're doing, that numbing in front of the TV you're doing, do you think that has anything to do with your betrayal? And they would look at me like I'm crazy. And they would say, that happened 20 years ago. All they did was put themselves in stage three and stay there. And, and what I found was, even though we know the five stages, most people were getting stuck in stage three. So from hardened to healed, my, the book I just wrote recently is just for stage three, because you've been through the worst of it already. You owe it to yourself to move completely through the stages and heal. Um, all right, so let's say you're willing to get rid of those small self-benefits, grieve, mourn the loss, do what you need to do. And I say willing because many people are not. And, and the, the challenge is the longer you stay in stage three, the harder it is to leave because now all the people you know, all the things you do, your mind has been conditioned to think this is as good as it gets. It's a hard place to leave. It's like, you know, it's like quicksand. So we need to know where we are so we know where we could go. Anyway, if you're willing to grieve more than the loss, a bunch of things you need to do, you move to stage four. And stage four is finding and adjusting to a new normal. So here's where you acknowledge, I can't undo my experience, but I control what I do with it. And when you make that decision, you start turning down the stress response. You're not healing just yet, but at least you stop the massive damage you were creating in stages two and stage three. What's also really interesting about stage four is this. I always use the example of if you've ever moved to a new house, office, condo, apartment, whatever, all your stuff's not there. It's not quite cozy yet, but it's going to be okay. And when you, you're you in that mental space, you're like, it calms things down. Now think about it too. If you were to move, you don't bring everything with you. 
You don't bring the things that don't represent the version of you you want to be in that new space. And what I found in the study was if your friends weren't there for you, right here is where you outgrow, you've outgrown them. You are undergoing, a trans, undergoing this transformation. And if they don't rise, they don't come. Very common. So if all of a sudden you're like, what the heck just happened? I had all these friends and I just don't feel right with them anymore. Very often that's the case. When you're in this stage four, you're making it cozy, you're making it home. Uh, it feels okay. You slowly move into the fifth most beautiful stage. And this is healing, rebirth, and a new worldview. The body starts to heal. Self-love, self-care, eating well, exercise. You didn't have the bandwidth for any of that earlier. Now you do. Your mind is healing. You're making new rules. You're making new boundaries based on the road you just traveled. And you have a new worldview based on what you see so clearly now and the four legs of the table. Remember in the beginning, it was all about the, the physical and the mental. By this point, we are solidly grounded because we're focused on the emotional and the spiritual too. Those are the five stages. So when I ask the, the, in the very beginning, are you willing to heal? What I'm really asking is, are you willing to get out of stage three? And if you didn't even know you were there, well, I hope you, you realize it now because if the worst of it all happened already, you really owe it to yourself to move through the stages. There's a version of you so healthy, so healed, so strong. And that's the version of you in stage five and beyond. So if I can help you with any of that, just let me know. It's all we do within the PBT Institute. And can't wait to see you next time and share more of what we've learned and how you can heal. I'll see you next time. Did you see yourself in one of those stages? Here's the crazy part. It doesn't have to be that the betrayal happened recently. You could be stuck in a stage even if it happened decades ago, and that's not fair to you. Want to find out exactly what stage you're in? Take the Healed or Hardened quiz, which you can find at healedorhardenedquiz.com. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you next time, and here's to your breakthrough.